Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the Wellness with Lana podcast. As I previously mentioned, I'm Lana, your go-to wellness bestie, who is dealing with a lot of stuff today, so buckle up because it's going to be a wild ride. Anyway, before I get too into the episode, I'm going to set the moon. So it is 8 p.m. on a Friday night. Of course, the only thing, I guess, party-ish like that I'm doing is talking with you, so I think you can tell how my life is going. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm just laying on my floor as always because by this time my back already hurts from sitting and studying almost all day. And so I'm laying on the floor by like eight and my laptop out, have my water bottle that I'm really behind on. So I better drink that. And yeah, I'm just ready to chat because today was just one of those days that just everything was going wrong and that's okay sometimes. So a high of this week is I tried my very first ballet class yesterday. It was super exciting because I just have been needing a new change and I need something that gets my mind off of everything going on and just helps me to be more in tune with my body. If you listen to my previous episode where I'm really focusing on kind of the Pilates-ish lifestyle because weightlifting really burnt me out and it left me not, it felt left me very drained. And so I really enjoyed Pilates. I actually enjoyed bar almost more. And so Pilates or bar pretty much comes from ballet. So I decided I'm going to try a ballet class. So I did and it was incredible and I will be doing those classes once or twice a week. Um, I feel like it's just good um, to do new things and this is something I want to talk about is change and how it's okay to be a kind of a different person than you were a year ago or even um, a month ago. So that's something that's been on my mind but it was a high of this week and then a low is probably today was my low. Um, I think a lot of things hit me. I was dealing with a lot of like just like emotions and hormones and all of that combined did not make it for a very good morning or the rest of the day. There were a lot of emotions and I think that's something that social media doesn't really show you is like I get all these DMs from you guys and you're like, how do you recover? You look so happy. Your weight regain journey looks like so good. Problem is I still feel like trash some days. I feel horrible. I'm so self-conscious and I do think about restricting again, but I literally have like PTSD from when I restricted. So I literally can't because then I start freaking out that I'm restricting because I don't want to go back to who I was. And so it's like, there are some days where like, I'm a mess and that's okay. I think that's something that we need to embrace and not sugarcoat uh, in the wellness community. It's like, just because you regain weight doesn't mean your life is going to be perfect afterwards. You're still going to get flashbacks and reminders from your past. And I think that's, it's healthy to set boundaries and to make sure to get like a therapist or even a friend to talk to about it. 
And also check yourself and make sure that you're not falling into any bad habits that would lead you to be an unhealthy and unhappy version of yourself. But this is to put it out there. Today for me was like not a good day mentally and emotionally. And just because I recovered from the eating disorder doesn't mean that I don't remember or I don't have like flashbacks from, you know, when I did have the eating disorders. So that's what I really had to talk about. But I feel like so much is changing. Um, again, starting a new, like starting a new workout almost program. It's not a program. It's more like I'm trying to focus more on mobility and flexibility and stretching and things that energize me more like ballet rather than picking up heavy things and putting them down. Um, but on top of that, like my style is changing. Um, I've always been kind of a girly girl, but lately... Or I guess I mentioned that I've always been a girly girl, but after like high school started, I feel like because I was around all the trends, I just wanted to dress like every other basic white girl out there. Uh, and no, I did not love that. Um, and so lately I've been trying to kind of figure out my style and see what I actually like. And on top of that, even simple things like food preferences, um, my body changed drastically within the past 11 months now um from January to now if you know you know I regained weight recovered from an eating disorder that was a lot uh it was like 30 pounds so it was a pretty drastic difference um but it was 30 pounds that my body desperately needed and then you know future plans I had a set like five-year timeline planned out for my life and uh yeah it's not gonna happen because I just realized that it's just not me the career that I picked out for myself just did not fit my personality and I had to make some really hard decisions, especially in the season of where I'm at, which is applying to colleges, declaring my major and whatnot. Um, you know, I need to figure out what I'm trying to do. And so I'm always a planner, but everything's changing and this gives me a lot of anxiety. It literally is what keeps me up at night. Um, and I bet the same is with you. Um, you know, lately I've been you know, a lot of the different wellness influencers and just influencers that I follow um, are changing their content, they're changing their styles, they're changing their workouts and their uh, routines. And honestly, I'm okay. I feel really comforted that it's not just me that's like changing everything. Um, because for me, I want to post more lifestyle content on my um you know, socials, and I want to show this newer side of me that's just starting to develop. With this, make sure to follow all of the socials. I have a TikTok and Instagram at Wellness with Lana, and make sure to follow and rate the podcast. Um, share it with a friend, post on your story, and I'll be sure to repost you. Um, and you know, if you want to talk about something, um, whether it's anything in here or a previous episode, or you want to give different, you know, um ideas for future episodes, give me a DM and I answer every single one of my DMs within reason, of course. So, you know, just give me a DM and I will reach back out to you. But anyway, let's get into the episode. Okay, so let's take a step back from all of the changes that are happening now that might be stressing you out and let's look in the past because I feel like when you look at something in the past and you realize what how you dealt with it it kind of gives you comfort to know okay well I've dealt with this before I can deal with it again so thinking back to COVID 
There were a lot of changes and it was pretty overwhelming and yet we got through it. If you remember, we had to deal with, if you were a student, doing all of your schoolwork online. For me, that was almost a year and a half of online school. And I've never, ever once in my life done homeschooling or online classes. It was, for me, I grew up in a public school system. You know, for me, that was very new. Um, You know, masks and mandates and just six feet distancing and all these new boosters and vaccines and medications and hospitalizations and make sure to wash your hands extra and like sanitizing your groceries and quarantine, like all of these new changes and things that we had to deal with. And yet we got through it. Obviously, we might have baked one too many banana breads and we might have watched TikTok a bit too long. But at the end of it all, we all got through COVID within all of its changes. And there are certain aspects of our society and world that are going to be forever changed due to COVID. For example, my, you know, my dad and my mom they now work kind of hybrid where they're not in the office five days a week. And I know a lot of different jobs are now doing only distance, um, you know, work or they're doing like a hybrid system. So I think all of these changes are here to stay for the long run. But with this said, we all got through it. And I think that's something that we don't give ourselves enough credit for um, because, you know, these changes happen and I think we don't realize it until like afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay, I changed. That's cool. Then when we're in the moment and we're like consciously thinking about all these changes, it gives us a lot of anxiety. So some tips to, you know, be okay with this change and be okay with a new season, a new era of your life. Number one is acknowledge change. Now, you know, a lot of times it's easy to like go, go, go. And with everything going on in my life, which is like all changing simultaneously, my style, my workouts my future different classes literally going to like different colleges like I find it really hard to maintain a clear head without any anxiety so anytime I'm you know now going to ballet class doing Pilates and I look at myself in the mirror and I think oh my gosh I am so different from last year last year me was unhappy I was a shell of a person yeah I was 30 pounds lighter uh, that made me pretty much even more depressed, not going to lie. And on top of that, I would never ever think about doing Pilates because last year in my mind, the only thing that was going through was how many, um, you know, how many calories was I burning in a workout rather than do I enjoy something? So now that I'm so different, it's very easy to look at the change and be like, huh, I changed a lot. So one of the first steps to being okay with change is acknowledging it. Change happens all the time, and honestly, who would want to be the same person they were as a kid? Would you want to be the same person as you were last year? What about a month ago? Maybe you had a pesky habit like me. For for example, I chewed my cuticles up. This might be TMI, but it was a very bad nervous habit that I had for many years. Since I could remember, I was always chewing my cuticles when I was nervous or picking at them, and, you know, my fingers were not attractive. They were kind of ugly, not going to lie, because I would constantly pick at them anytime I got nervous. However, I think it was early September, I decided to get acrylics because I had my birthday and homecoming coming up. And so those acrylics literally made it impossible to pick the nails. And I've had them on for three weeks. And as you know, it takes three weeks to build a habit. I stopped picking the cuticles. 
However, I kept getting my nails done because that's like an incentive for me to not pick my cuticles and I do not pick my cuticles anymore. I'm very proud to say that. I haven't done it for over a month. Um, They fully healed. They look great. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, actually it's November. What am I saying? Two months ago, I was picking my cuticles constantly. Now I'm different. And, you know, this little, these little changes really make you to who you are today and be proud of that and acknowledge that you changed. And sometimes I understand that change can be for the worse. Um, you might have a different health condition or, you know, might've gotten fired from a job or didn't get your dream school and, or got injured, for example, that is a lot of change and it's not necessarily positive, but I believe that you can find the light in any sense of change. And I believe everything happens to you for a reason. Um, God places certain people and certain events and circumstances in your life. And a lot of times, um, reaching out to him and praying and talking about it and figuring out what's going on is really how you can get to the root cause of why you feel a certain emotion tied to some change. Number two is realize stress is normal. So stressing about change, even positive changes, such as if you were promoted, if you're moving now alone for the first time, even having stress about that is normal. Our brains do not like change. Whether it's good or bad, we don't like it. And that means that there will be stress that is released, those stress hormones, even with the good changes. Now, realizing that it's normal kind of calms you down almost because you're like, okay, well, other people feel this too. But again, when you're realizing the stress, a lot of times it's also tied to imposter syndrome, especially if it's a positive change going on. We're like, you know, you got lucky to get this promotion. You got lucky to get in the school that you want. You got lucky to get even the boyfriend you have or the life you have. And I think I did a previous episode on imposter syndrome, but I think realizing that this is just your brain's way of um, almost combating the change. We don't like change. Evolutionarily, we did not like it. And so we just need to acknowledge that it's normal to feel stressed in those kinds of situations. Number three is vent to someone or something. So journaling, your dog, good friends, family is sometimes what you need to vent. I love to journal every night and I vent about struggles within the day, how I felt. And some days I literally don't have the mental energy to write more than like four sentences down. And other days I will write pages on pages. And so it's okay to give yourself full permission to vent however much you want in your journal or to a friend or a family member or even a therapist because I feel like it's really healing to talk about whatever changes you're going through and to kind of calm yourself down and acknowledge them but also be like this change could be good and try to write down or talk about ways that the change could bring benefits to your life or be something positive. Number four is keep your routine. So I get with a lot of things changing, routines can be different and that's totally normal. Don't stress about not being able to keep a certain routine. For example, for me, I actually made a pretty good routine during the school year of like eating an earlier dinner and just doing homework and chillaxing. But now that I have um, belly practice a couple times a week after school, I don't get home till like eight, which means I have a pretty late dinner. And so for me, At first, it caused me stress because it's not something I used to, but then I realized it's totally okay. My schedule is changing and maybe it's for the best. However, if you can keep even small things within your routine, it can really help. Like waking up at your normal time or working out in the morning 
or always reading before bed, like these little habits, or for example, drinking your tea a certain way, I feel like these little habits really help calm you down and calm your brain down out of this fight or flight mode. However, it's okay if things change. For example, if you can't work out in the morning and normally you like to, then just move your workout to the um, lunchtime or the afternoon. Acknowledge that your routine is changing, but it doesn't mean you're going to completely abandon the habit. You're just moving the habit to a different time. I think a lot of people freak out if, for example, they can't work out in the morning due to something and they're like, well, then I won't work out at all. Well, what's the point? Like, for example, what if your phone didn't work in the morning, but your phone just works in the evening and you just say, well, my phone didn't work in the morning, so I'm not going to touch my phone in the evening, even though now it's working. It doesn't make sense. So I feel like it's the same thing with working out where like, I get it if you're like me and you love to work out in the morning, but if something happens and you can't, just move it move it to the afternoon. It's one day or it could be for a good period of life if um a good period of time if your life is changing. So just keep little things but acknowledge the things that are going to change. Once you make this new routine with all of the changes but keeping the parts of your old routine that you can, you'll feel a lot better and I think your brain will calm itself down and be like, okay, I got this, you know? I've noticed that that's what really helps me with all of these changes and I know for the spring semester, um, I'll have a lot of different class times. I'll even have like a evening class. So it's going to be a change, but that's totally okay. I'm trying my best to be open-minded and okay with change because otherwise, yeah, otherwise it's just not going to be good. Okay, number five is exercise and eat nourishing foods. So change brings stress, as I previously mentioned. However, you can combat stress by some positive coping strategies such as exercise and eating nourishing whole foods. So I do need to mention something where... I also understand that it may be hard to have an appetite during a lot of stress, or you might be kind of stress eating and always reaching for those comfort foods. Trust me, I was stress eating literally today, um, and that's okay, you know, I had a tough day and I'm going to give myself grace because sometimes things like that happen and it doesn't mean you are a failure no matter how much your brain is trying to convince that. Anyway, whether you don't have an appetite or you're kind of reaching for those comfort foods, Make sure that you're eating nourishing, nutrient-dense foods so you don't get overly hungry. And then when you're overly hungry, you tend to overeat. So, you know, for me, when I don't have an appetite, I try to eat something super dense, but something that I really enjoy. For example, I love a peanut, like a nut butter jelly sandwich. I love acai bowls. I love smoothies. You can make them really dense without feeling like they're dense. Um... And if I'm, you know, really trying to reach for the comfort foods, I let myself have them, but I pair it with a lot of nutrient-dense foods. So, for example, I really wanted bread today, and that's totally okay. And I had my bread, but I also paired it with a good source of protein, which was meatloaf, some veggies, some quinoa for some extra carbs, and, you know, I just let myself enjoy that. And when I was craving something sweet, I paired it with dark chocolate. I had dark chocolate and cashews and it really just helped to balance it out where then I was a lot less likely to overeat because my body's getting all the nutrients it wants plus it's fulfilling this craving so you know whether you are losing your appetite 
when you're stressed out or you're starting to stress eat, a lot of times for me it can be both, then I think those are real, just make sure you're eating nourishing foods, make sure you're having a balanced plate or a balanced snack or a balanced dessert as best you can because it will just help you in the long run. Number six is change your mindset. So I think when you acknowledge change and you're working through all of this, remind yourself that change is a good thing and it's going to always happen. No matter how much you try to control everything, changes are inevitable. For me, something I had to come to terms with that was probably the one of the hardest things in my life was my new recovered body. A lot of people talk about recovering from eating disorders and gaining weight and then relapsing because you gain the weight. And for me, that was out of the question. I have a very tough class load. I am doing a lot. I am in charge of a lot. And I don't have time to, I don't have, my eating disorder just does not have time. Like I don't have time for it anymore. And so for me, I had to acknowledge and accept the fact that my, at my healthy weight that I reached, my body is different and it's going to be. And I can't constantly compare and criticize every little aspect of my body because that's literally something I was doing today. As I mentioned to you today, today was a pretty tough day for me. And I was criticizing my body and I was shaming it all the time. And then literally, I had to take a step back today. Literally, This was like 20 minutes before I started this podcast. And I'm just like, my body does so much for me. I literally did ballet yesterday for the first time. And yeah, I'm criticizing my body for looking healthy. You know, that's something I had to kind of come to terms with. And truth be told, as I mentioned to you earlier and literally two seconds ago, I still have bad body image days. That doesn't, that does not defer me from sticking to my goal of being the happiest, healthiest version of myself. And anorexia is not part of that. So yeah, we just don't let ourselves go down that path anymore. And, you know, it was really painful to let go of that old version of myself. Um, And it's painful sometimes to accept this new version of myself. But I'm happy that I'm learning still to accept it. And I'm changing my mindset around this drastic change, knowing that it's making me healthier and happier. And I'm, you know, reaching a place where I can safely intuitive eat. I don't always have to be eating on a schedule. Um, And I'm just really happy with this process but it's not a linear process there's going to be a lot of bumps and you know you're going up and then you're going down you're up and down like that's pretty much how recovery is that's how any lifestyle changes and that's okay and just being okay with that and acknowledging it can really help and then number seven is if so much is already changing try something new now I know you're probably like Oh my goodness. So everything is changing in my life and you're telling me to try new things. But hear me out. Trying new things are really helpful if everything else seems new. Okay? And try a new recipe, a different workout routine, a different style. And you can use this time of drastic change in other areas of your life to evolve and see what you like and don't like in almost all aspects of your life. I think it's really important to constantly be changing and looking at different aspects of your life and always checking in with yourself and asking if it's serving you in this point in time. Okay, so I'm going to recap with a little seven tips of dealing with change and feeling more okay with it. 
So number one is acknowledging change. Number two is realizing stress is normal. Number three, vent to someone or something. Number four, keep parts of the routine that you can, but make a new routine ultimately. Number five, exercise and eat nourishing foods. Number six, change your mindset. And number seven, if so much is already changing, try something new. But ultimately, remember, change is good. Change is normal. It's okay to be stressed about it. And we're all going to get through it and become healthier and happier versions of ourselves. No matter how hard the change might seem right now, you will get it. You will get used to it. You will get it. I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you took a good part of this and maybe you related to it. DM me. Again, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Wellness with Lana and follow this podcast. Subscribe, give it a rating, give it a review, share it to a friend, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.